That's like weird. So, I mean, if, if you're if, if you're a door to door salesman and like you are selling something to somebody, you go to some, oh, you know. You have had so many fantastic metaphors. <laughs> <laughs> it's Today. the way I think. I'm like trying to understand <laughs> yeah. different ways. By the way, some of which I have totally followed, and some of which. I <laughs> and I was like, I was like, oh, you know, she she gets what's going on. Maybe she'll talk about it. I, I have for the most part. For the I understood the car thing. I understood the real estate thing. Did you understand the real Thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Thumbs up on that one. Uh, uh, the King Kong thing was a little confusing to me. Maybe we'll have to return to it. What are you saying? It's a car again? No, 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 no. You're, you're your door to door salesman. Oh, you're door like... salesman. <laughs> yeah. Hi, I'm Julia Meltzer. This is Honey. Today we got Erica and Ben. Let's go. Honey, 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 come home. Cause we've got things to talk about I've been sitting here on my own And I think we can work it out Honey, 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 come on Cause I think we can work it out um, this, okay, side note, are we recording? Because we should get this down. This is kind of a good story. Yeah. This um, girl in my high school, I think she wanted to have like a pop singing career. Oh, yes, this uh-huh. is going to be good. Yeah, and this was even like before, and probably before Facebook even. I'm a young person. Um, but it was like before Facebook. So we were like emailing this like wave file of her song around. And it was very, very embarrassing for her. Yeah. I mean, I don't think she was embarrassed by it. Just if I were her, I would have been embarrassed. But it went. The beginning was like, Mike check, go one, two. Let me show you what I'm going to do. Uh. And then the hook was like, I want straight up love. Not made up love. <laughs> I want made straight up, up the worst. Not made up. Yeah. Maybe that should have been the theme song. Yeah. <laughs> I know. I promise you one of my high school friends has it. It's like a steel trap. You guys um, pass it around again and then somebody goes, oh, didn't you hear about Jessica? She's no longer with us. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, that'd be like really funny. I actually think she has a great life now. She's not a pop star. She seems like she's probably like a consultant or she works something. in marketing. Yes, yeah, she's great. We don't have to worry about her. Um, uh, ben and Erica, welcome. Thank, Thank you. you for having us. Um, tell me about the fight you got in on your way here. Yeah, this 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 is about pa- this um, this podcast is about past relationships, right? Yeah, because we're no longer in former, one. Former ones. We've had exes on. They, it was complicated. Go on. Wow. Uh, no, we got in a few decent ones on the way. Not like, I don't know. A few on the way? Yeah, here? which is, you know, like we're trying to get on time. I you thought know, it like, was just one. This is going to get yeah. interesting. Oh, well, I just, I just count the number few. of times that I'm about to cry. As, <laughs> as <laughs> Do you genuinely, are you really like, does it make you upset to fight? Um, no, it's, it's confusion. I was talking to my Uber driver the other day that I really had like a, um, a bonding experience because we we're talking about these women that we're in love with and um i was saying that before erica like i don't usually cry a lot you know like um yeah. i just doesn't happen um and no you've not, been socialized not to cry 
Yeah, it's weird. Mm-hmm. But I mean, like, even like when it's something's really sad, like it just I don't mind expressing that I'm sad and 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 feeling it, but it just doesn't express. No, no, no water out of the eyeballs. Right. Me too. Actually, it's kind of a problem for acting. I'm like, yeah. I feel so sad. Like, why can't? No, I like, really am sad. Yeah. You <laughs> <laughs> knew what was going on inside. Um, but. But, but yeah, so Erica makes you cry a lot. <laughs> yeah, I was, I've I've cried more in the last year than like maybe my whole wow. life. Like uh, because like I want to understand her and like I will go down a tunnel where I, like at some point like I miss a road sign and like now like I'm lost. I'm in the dark <laughs> and I want to understand so bad that like I just get confused and I get yeah, tunnel vision confused. and I start crying. Wow. Yeah. So so yes. when did, so did you really cry on the way here? I uh, no, but like I felt the tears coming and I'm like push it down, push it down. Yeah. Like we can get through this. Yeah. Um, you're so confused. Yeah, you're so, so confused. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So what happened to make you confused? Well, what's funny is, is his metaphor of what happens to him. <laughs> this is what literally happened. What literally happened is that we got in the car and um I I kind of drive us most places. Why? Um, That's interesting. I got my third DUI, and so, you know, it's like, um, I'm kidding. And that's what that... <laughs> yeah. Julia's that's, face that's was when I, That's when I knew he was a keeper. Liz, can I tell you, we've addressed drunk driving before on the podcast, and uh-huh. so I was like, oh, good lord, Shit. not again. <laughs> and I, you, my face was like, okay, now I want to firmly say that no one should drink and drive. Right. You put you, your and other people's lives in danger. Right. It's not worth it. Call not an funny. Uber. That that was a funny joke yeah. <laughs> to anyone else. Yeah. Okay. Matt is now following all of your Twitter accounts. <laughs> no, um, I, I actually I told uh, Ryan last time we were on the podcast, basically to sum it up was I didn't pay two meter parking tickets. And I, I was like, yeah, you know, uh, fuck it. And um, it came back to bite me in the ass. And then they wanted to charge me $4,800. And, uh, yeah, and they suspended my license until I paid that. And now there's a government program where they're like, all right, we're sorry because one out of five drivers in L.A. cannot drive because of similar situations. Because of like parking, wait, parking tickets, speeding tickets? No, no, meter, meter parking tickets. <laughs> from, yeah. 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 So, so, so pay them. Yeah. So pay them. And um, like how long did you not pay them for? A year and a half. You know, oh, my God. Yeah, yeah. That's not that long <laughs> to have to pay $4,800. Yeah, they came after you. Uh, I think it's Well, it, it's Mexican, not like they but... started at $4,800. No, they no, accumulated yeah. fees. Yeah. No, I, yeah, 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 but still, they started <laughs> still, at like seventy five dollars yeah. or something, right? They kept threatening with like a higher fee. And I'm like, oh yeah, well, if you go any higher, I won't pay it. And like, I just kept doing, you know. Actually, why I never did you think you could do that? that with, he, like, he really <laughs> showed them. Yeah, yeah. So did you end up paying it? No, because that. But now, uh, a government, oh, there's a program. Okay, yeah, where the government's like, we're sorry, uh, we'll cut that in half. So like now it's like two grand. But um, still, That's so I'm still we're actually so going funny. to get my uh, tax return. My taxes done today, and then um, I'll get money to do that, and then I'll, I'll drive as well. So wow. anyway, she does most of the so driving. So I so I was driving this morning. Um, and wait, I wait, first I want to know like what is your opinion on this parking ticket? Are you just like you're an idiot? Or? Well, this is before I got oh, into a okay. relationship with him. So you couldn't drive when you started dating her, right? Yeah, and, and may I, dude? Did you I, give her your sick DUI joke? I, I think I did. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, "Oh my god, like mines." 
<laughs> no, I laid it out on the table like very clearly. I was like, listen, bro, if you want to get near whatever the fuck's going on over here, like, you got a lot of baggage, you got a lot of issues, like, you and be careful. And that's when I knew. <laughs> With those sweet, sweet words of romance. Of, yeah. Okay, great. So you're driving. So I'm driving, and we've been here before uh, for another podcast. And, you know, he, oftentimes we do sort of have a system of, okay, he'll get the navigation out on the phone, but I wanted to get us on the road. So I said, I have a feeling they're going to tell us to take Western up to Los Feliz. You know, we'll get going in that direction. But I didn't say the last part out loud. I just said, okay, I have a feeling they're going to tell us to take Western to Los Feliz. And then I started driving. And he... He responded um, in a way that tonally got sure. me upset. He said, "Well, we should, you know, I'm gonna, I'm gonna map it out and make sure that we're going to the right place." As if I didn't want him to map it out because yeah, he said something like, to the effect of like, "Well, I'm gonna map it out," yeah. like, but, but, but like probably not that nice of a tone. Probably like more like Snappy. she said. Like, well, I'm gonna map it out like that. Probably. Let's try to like nail it. What was okay. it? <laughs> well, I'm gonna map it out. Well, like, okay, that, what it was is that what I read from it was, well, um, that's great that you think that you know where you're going, but we don't have time to get lost because you're too proud to use a map. But okay. that's not necessarily what the narrative that was going yeah, on in what his did, head. Yeah, what, what was going on in your head? Well, so she, she juggles different things mentally better than I do. I do very, like, I'm pretty, like, one thing at a time or else I get confused. Mm-hmm. Hence the crime. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so... I, we got in the car and I had like two things I had to do, like something, I had to message Ryan or like I had to do something and also look at where we're going. And so we're on our way there. I'm like, all right, cool. I'm going to plug in the thing. And she goes, I think it's going to tell us to take, to take the west into the five or something. And as I'm playing, I'm like, that information doesn't help me do what I'm doing. If she had said, I'm going to start going this direction because I believe it'll be that. I'm like, nice, nice move. <laughs> teamwork but as it was she was talking out loud which happens she, she, she does it. she does it more than i do and it's perfectly fine but like i'm like okay to me basically you just said a thing she could have said fart knockers and it would have been as helpful to me because i was programming in so you're just like why are you saying this well, and, just like, and here's what's confusing to me that last part of the sentence that you left out so i'm just gonna start going in that direction like doesn't really seem like it would be so crucial to your understanding of what I thought she that meant. was implied because yeah. I was driving. Implied, right, it's yeah. implied. And so I'm like, <laughs> yeah. so I'm gonna start going the way that I'm currently driving. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I yeah. don't just like Tourette's yell out like, I think we should go to Western and Los Feliz. <laughs> no, but I'm like thinking like we are too covert. Like in my head, we might as well be like too covert. Like. Uh, splinter cell operatives working together to like achieve objective mm-hmm. and when she says information that like does not fit into that I'm like you said a thing mm-hmm. I'm going to continue doing the thing to help the what the thing and at a certain point I lose track of the things and then things start streaming down my face <laughs> I'm so confused. But we're going to move, keep moving along and like yeah. maybe it'll be revealed yeah. to me. So yeah. far, you're the most confusing person I've interviewed. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, 
Um, so I'm you, crying so, right now. <laughs> no, I sh- I'm confused. I cry. Confused well, person. Welcome cry. to the club of people that make Ben cry. <laughs> okay, so you respond with a tone. Yeah. Then what happens? And then I I don't know if it was like a subconscious way of garnering material for this podcast. <laughs> I just said, why did you respond with that kind of judgmental tone? I, mm-hmm. I was just simply trying to say, I think this is the way that it is. I'll get us going. And, you know, I have no problem with you mapping it out. That makes sense. I said, probably not 100% sure. And then that led to him responding with basically saying I didn't know why you I didn't know what you were saying and I was trying to get us going and then I got frustrated because I was confused at why you were saying that and that's kind of how the argument played but, out. But for so we we talked about this for 15 minutes we still hadn't put in the address in. <laughs> this is true. Okay and then I, I apologized I'm like I'm sorry that I said it that way and she goes there that's, that's all I wanted and I'm like Oh my god! Like, because I wanted to get to the apology so badly. I'm like, oh, yeah, I want to tell her I'm sorry, but like, I don't understand like what I went wrong. Because I'm, I'm not gonna apologize blindly. I can do that, but like, if she finds out, if she sniffs out that I'm apologizing blindly, <laughs> I'll be in more trouble. Mm-hmm. So if I don't find out what I did wrong yeah. and why, then yeah. I can't apologize. Okay. So I finally that's get there. Really I apologize. She goes, "That's what I wanted." I'm like, "Oh god, I wanted to give it to you so bad." Okay, so you apologize. What did you end up apologizing for? For the way I spoke. For the tone. The yeah. tone. Okay, but why did it take you so long to figure that out? Because she says that right after she you said that, she was like, why did you say that in that tone? That's the road sign I missed on the way down the car. <laughs> 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 yep, yep. Okay. So. Now, why was this one fight to you and four fights to you? <laughs> I, I don't know. Because, I mean, like... Uh, um. Not four. We, we 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 make a joke out of the fact that like every time we get in any kind of um, misunderstanding, mm-hmm. like as soon as it's over, even if it's seconds long, even if it's like, oh, I didn't get that. All right, cool, no problem. One, if there's any amount of silence, one of us will usually say, "Should we get back together soon?" <laughs> yeah, there was like a string there for a while. Like yeah. every day, we had like seven breakups. <laughs> <laughs> so. Um, okay, so what's a really big fight that you had? A big one. I don't, I don't know of any, like, big one. I know that, like, when we started dating, like, we each had different stuff that we were going through, like, with our families and stuff, which made it hard to be, like, hard to go through that with the other person. But, like, I don't... I think a lot of our bigger fights have come from... Communication, which is usually, you know, a yeah. big part of relationship but dynamics. Sometimes, sometimes not. This, I, I agree. This sounds like it's all about communication and honestly about Ben's confusion. <laughs> <laughs> um, but sometimes you get in a fight because you're just like coming from fundamentally different places and you're mm-hmm. like, we're both expressing ourselves totally clearly. Mm-hmm. We just disagree. So, but it, you guys don't have fights like that? No, we do. I think that the biggest. Um, the biggest fights that we get in come from us wanting to communicate differently. Like, oh, this is how I need to be communicated to. This is how, and Ben's like, this is how I need to be communicated to. And we try to give that personal communication to each other Uh instead of 
figuring out, oh, this is how he wants to be talked to. This is how yeah. she, she needs to be talked to. Okay, so how do you want to be communicated with? Um, I think he, he comes from this like soldier-like mentality, which is great, and I wish that I had more of that. Mm-hmm. Um, but like if, you know, if, if you're down or if something's going wrong, like you just buck up and you figure it out and you do something different and, you mm-hmm. know, and then you get back out there on the front lines <laughs> and you take them all out, you know, and that's the like, because you're a winner, you're a soldier. <laughs> and for me, I want the understanding, you know, even in to this morning's fight, one of the things that I said, was like, I just want you to see it from my point of view. I just yeah. want you to understand how I'm feeling in that, in that moment. Yeah. And I think that, like, we both can learn from each other. Like, I know when we first started dating, I had just done this two-woman show. This mm-hmm. was a big, this is like, a big early-on fight. Uh-huh. And um, this was a two-woman show that I had done. I guess I'd done it one time before, and he had seen that first performance. And the second performance, it was, it was like, our, probably our worst show. Um, it was still, you know, it was still a lot of fun. It was, it was fine. And we went out afterward and we grabbed drinks and dinner. And I don't know how it started, but we started talking about the show. And it was like that night. And his style of critique, like, just didn't work for me. So what did you say about the show? Oh, this, okay, this was like the, the first time that I cried with her. This was the, how long the inception. You, how long had you been dating? A month? Yeah. Something like you had been boyfriend and girlfriend for a month or uh-huh. seeing each other? I think we, we, mm. we were pretty fast. Okay. Yeah. Fast and furious. But yeah, that was, and, and like, I knew not to, like in my head, I'm like, you are not going to give any bad, like, intel about the show. Anything you have will be constructive. You know, that was my goal. Okay. That was my objective. But and notice you didn't say positive; you said constructive. Right. Yeah. I wanted to. I mean, like help. I wanted to be helpful. I wanted to not to not like give my opinions. Like, oh, you should do this. I wanted to make sure that I was very careful and that helpful to her emotional state from feeling like disappointed with how the show went, Um, or helpful with improving. The show. That's that's we're walking the tricky line. Right. That was the first time I walked the tightrope and I (laughs) fell off. Yeah. Fell off. So that was um one of the first times we kinda learned I I was it was so interesting because like we hadn't been dating long enough for me. Like I may have had feelings like she's the one or like I really want to be with her in all ways or whatever, but like I hadn't that they just hadn't had the experience together yet. Mm-hmm. And so that night, I was so confused at my own body's reaction because literally, like, I saw tunnel vision. I couldn't see anything. I wasn't even, like, angry. I was just confused. And I was so angry that I was confused. I'm like, where does this come from? I don't understand what she's talking about. I'm trying to help her. And I just, like, in Bordner's over in Hollywood, I'm just, like, sitting there in a booth, oh, like, wow. streaming tears going, I want to help. You and what was, did was you nuts. think when he started crying? Um, I think what I what a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Check, please. <laughs> yeah, I was like, was it your show? <laughs> um, um, you know, I think probably to his defense, 
like my contribution to it, to the conflict is that perhaps I invited a conversation that's hard for him to win. You know, it's hard mm. for him to um, get his point across and me coming out of it feeling like better. Um, I just was like, wow, I'm not like, I just had my show and I'm not, I'm not in the place to like go through like super hardcore, like constructive notes. I need like a night to process it. Yes. And I just want to know that it wasn't like terrible. And in his mind, he's not thinking it's terrible. Like, no, it was great. It's just, there's always room. Like you can always grow. You can always improve. You can compare this to your last show. That was really great. Yeah. But I'm just seeing like. Oh my God. I think this is, I'm so glad we're talking about this. I think this is a very tricky thing for creative couples because you watch other shows or other work together and you talk about it and you critique it. And then when you watch each other's work, the ideal thing is like you were perfect and amazing, 100% (laughs) stellar, talented. That's what you want to hear from that person. But like, I think. In I know, like, when I have known that that's what I should say, I'm kind of like, oh, but, like, he's going to know that it's bullshit because, like, mm-hmm. we've talked about what we like and mm-hmm. don't like, and, like, you don't want to seem like you're bullshitting the person. So, like, how do you say something that is, like, positive but not... But but not fake. Bullshit, yeah. Yeah, yeah <laughs> totally. And it's it's just... It's a tr- it's such a tricky balance. Um, I I think that having you know one thing that we fluctuate with is our in our artistic independence right mm-hmm. that's so important when you're in a relationship because i think creatives are already like somewhat codependently natured mm-hmm. um and you you know you need to have that like independent self that regardless of your partner like it doesn't, it's not about. I don't know that that's true of all creatives. What? That they're codependently natured. Think about okay. like a novelist or. That's true. That's true. I, I mean, maybe I don't. Many cre- creative types are like narcissists and yeah. maniacs who are like, I don't That's need true. Anything. That's on the other, that's on yes, the other side. Yeah. But I feel like there's, I mean, I've known creative narcissists that are insanely codependent because it's mm, feeding their narcissism. Yes, they need it's, someone to be like, you're amazing, you're amazing, you're amazing. Right. And it's it's a control thing, right? Yeah. Like, oh, I need to like make sure I can control you at all times because mm-hmm. this is about like me and my dominion, you know? Like, <laughs> yeah. but um, yeah, I think, you know, it's like being okay with the fact that we don't always agree on the same things comedically and that we mm-hmm. don't always have the same taste. And not needing that validation so much just because they're your partner. And I yes. and I think like accepting the idea of they love you no matter what and like they loving you as a person is different than them loving you as an artist mm-hmm. and they can they can love you as both and mm-hmm. it might be in a different way than like what you romanticize yeah. or what you imagine it to be. Yeah. So I think that's like something that we've definitely learned. And um, so what did you imagine that to be and what has it ended up being like? Um, what? But this feeling of like a, someone who loves you as a person and as an artist. Um, what did I imagine it to be? Um, I, don't, I don't know. Like, 
I think it's going to be different for both of us. Like, as far as my, I've learned a lot of my, about my creative self with her. I've grown more, but I still, at least mentally, I kind of keep it compartmentalized and we're like, I, I need more acceptance as a person. Like to me, I'm like, wow, this person really loves me like all the time. Like that's more important to me than like, she can support my career a lot and, and I, I need it to a degree or she could not support it. And like, I wouldn't like that, but like, I'm still like, have what I feel. My No one can change my feelings about my choices creatively. Mm-hmm. Like it's, I'm pretty convinced of them even when they're wrong. Uh-huh. So I think that's the way I feel about it. Um, it's interesting on the opposite side of our communication with like, if I would ask her like, oh, that, that, that improv set I did, that accent, is that believable? Like, mm-hmm. and she will, will talk and about 10 minutes in, I'll go, I, I, I st- in my head, I'm like, I just really still want the answer to that question. And she's getting there. But she wants to come <laughs> from a place that's like, helps me. And is <laughs> she wants to give me the whole complete understanding. And like, I really, for Wanted me. Wanted a one word answer. <laughs> right. Like, no, whenever you sounded Australian half the time. Like, fuck. Cool. Like, I want that. So I will go back and like, do it harder, faster, stronger. And this is all completely fitting in with your diagnosis of him as like whatever soldier right. mentality. <laughs> He's like, just tell me so I can get it done. What's interesting is like um, bef- before I've dated her and, and with her, like being in the comedy scene, like the way I think is is partially who I am. But I've had to totally temper that and like change to a degree because you can't go into like improv and comedy and, and working with people and like come from this like fucking soldier mentality it doesn't yeah. work if, yeah. if it's part of you then fine like it'll fit in when it fits in but like this is a very like relaxing in some ways or not relaxing but like well it's collaborative yeah. and I think that's one thing that's very different between us is he's often seen himself as a lone wolf and have you used those words to describe yeah. yourself? I just have to know. <laughs> I probably did. <laughs> and it was probably at, shortly after seeing the first hangover. <laughs> so unfortunately, I wish I was more original, but that's probably where it came from. And I, you know, I've had a writing partner for like six or seven wow. years. And so I, like collaboration is something that I love. I love hearing what people see and different perspectives on things. And in my opinion, she's really good at it. It's, it's like something that I've been like learning from her to use with other people creatively. And both have a lot of benefits, I think. And, you know, I, I see him and I, you know, I'm often like envious of that. It's like that shield of stubbornness that he's talking <laughs> about. Like, this is how I see things is really great. And it's, it's a huge asset for a lot of aspects of performing. But whenever you're talking about a group dynamic or if you're building something um, that isn't just you in a room and spontaneity, mm-hmm. I think that um, getting that like 360 degree view can be really helpful. Yes, completely. Okay. So in your, is this a like fair, would this be a, a good like example of a fight you guys have? Mm-hmm. There's some 
miscommunication that happens. Um, yes, that is right. Yep. Then <laughs> we're with you. Then Ben gets confused. Mm-hmm. Then sometimes Ben cries because he gets so confused. <laughs> mm-hmm. Then what happens? Like what happened in Borders? Have <laughs> you started crying? Oh, I, I, I feel like when when I cry. She realizes, she's like, oh, shit, I lost him. And so she goes into comfort mode. It's okay. It's okay. And, like, that's really all that can happen for a few moments is yeah. just her petting the poor puppy because it doesn't know what the hell. <laughs> it, it's really, my tail is clearly, like, way up into my chest between my legs. And I have no other feeling than just, like, I don't know what happened. I don't know why I got hit. You know? <laughs> well, I think there there is definitely that natural reaction. But I also then get frustrated because I feel like I can't just talk about how I feel in a situation without it going from zero <laughs> to tears. Yes, wow. You know, He's like... It's really, like, he ups the emotional ante <laughs> so much. That I'm like, well, okay, so I'm just talking about how I feel in this situation, and of course I want to comfort him, but then it feels like we didn't get to resolve anything. This is so funny because I feel like a lot of the things you've said are very like gender typical or yes. conform to gender stereotypes. You're like, I, whatever he likes to fix things and you just want to talk about things and you're more collaborative and he's whatever. But then this is a complete reverse. He's like holding the conversation hostage emotionally by crying. <laughs> like that's, that's very like not, just uh, that's a that's women get a bad rap for doing that. <laughs> well, full disclosure, and this is a separate podcast, but my mom's a therapist, so that's like love a whole it. other set of communication issues. And like I remember getting, I have um, a friend who has rage issues and is definitely a narcissist. <laughs> and I remember getting in like the first fight with her, and I remember being like, "Oh my god." I don't, I don't fight like this. I don't talk like this. I use I statements <laughs> and, and I don't character assassinate and, oh my God, I don't know how, you know, how yeah. to, and it's, you don't always want to be in that like perfectly balanced mode of understanding what's going on. Yeah. But at the same time, it's, it is really helpful. And, you know, I think sometimes that can lead, that can provoke some of his confusion. The like therapist speak probably and i don't even realize sometimes when i do it but no and and you know what she she it's rare to be honest that i get angry because i think she's gaming me Uh it's i think it it's like what happened recently where she's like uh uh, she's uh, the decision was mine to either go with her to a coffee shop or stay in the house and and like i was like yeah well you know i i think i'm gonna stay and she's like you can do whatever you'd like. And, and, and she, she was being honest, but it was, it perfectly collided because she was being honest, but it was also something a therapist would say. And so in that moment, I'm like, Oh my God. Let me just nitpick at this a little bit. So you basically said, I'm going to go to the coffee shop. Do you want to come with me? Uh And you said, no, thank you. And then you said, you can do whatever you like. (laughs) I would be like, Hold on. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I, I know can. I can. You just told me I could. We're what, in America. Why, why, why are you yeah. telling me that? There to may me, have that, been. that sounds like you were like, okay, well, you can do whatever you want. I'm going to go to the coffee shop. Was that what you were doing? I think I think I may have started it because, well, she may have started it. I think that I went to that like place because she had a tone. 
Oh. Say, I'm going to go to the coffee shop. And like, <laughs> it means like, we're, maybe we go? And I'm like, oh, oh I don't know if I, I kind of wanted to be here, but now I know you want me to go. Or you'd, you, Let's you, you nail the tone. It. Let's nail the tone again. What was it? Wasn't that? I okay, have so, 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 per, Pretend, okay, so who, know, who knows if this was a situation, but pretend that you was a coffee shop okay. and you're like, it'd be nice if we both went together. Now, see if you can. You know what's funny is that I actually really didn't care i didn't care yeah. i really didn't care I, you're but, like i actually wanted to go alone yeah or or like if you want to come cool like i just i i said you know hey i'm going to a coffee shop um do you want to come and then i think sometimes he feels he i i know this you just he said this recently he feels guilty like he feels bad saying no to me and I understand. I mean, I literally, like, guilt. I probably have more guilt in my veins than water. <laughs> so I get that. Like, my family's Irish, the whole thing. Mom's a therapist. Um, but you can't, you know, you can't take that on. You can't. No one can cause you to feel guilty. That's mm-hmm, something that, mm-hmm. you know, that you're, that's coming from somewhere. Um, and I, you know, I said, I think, what did I say? I said, I'm going to a coffee shop. Do you want to come? And then, and then you, I think you got frustrated because you felt guilty because you wanted to stay. Yeah. Whereas it was not even an issue to you. Yes. So what, like, why do you think you feel, I don't know. Why are you so, I don't know, not wanting to disappoint her? That's what it yeah. sounds like. Oh, because yeah. I, I, because, uh, um, I, uh, 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 what do you call it? On a neutral state, or like uh, me by myself, my like go-to is to be alone. And so, like, I feel like I mean, I could go like just be alone for an entire day away from everybody. So you're an introvert. Mm, I don't know. I mean, like, I don't think so. No, I just like um. You're a lone wolf. Are you an introvert or an extrovert? I think I'm more of an extrovert. I mean, I I go through. I I kind of go in and out of both. Okay, you know, so depends. maybe you're both like kind of borderline. Yeah, I I really doubt that. Like, I don't think you're any introvert qualities that you have. I don't think are extreme versions of them. Yeah, because I'm you love developing to be a theory that it's like just very hard for couples to be mismatched, introvert and extrovert. Yeah. I think this whole idea of opposites attract is kind of a little antiquated. I'm not saying that it can't work. Yeah, it's definitely not that it can't work. It's just you have to be able to understand. I'm an extrovert. For sure. I'm a very like strong extrovert. And not like I like... It's just I prefer to be... If I have a moment to relax, I want like people around. Right. Yeah, totally. And, and, and you do you feel happier when people are around? Um, yeah, it's more like I get... It's more that I just get, I mean, the textbook definition is you get exhausted from one thing or another. I feel exhausted from being alone. Introverts feel exhausted from being around people. So, and you just have to, I think it's such a fundamental thing that you, and that's why I feel like it's a typical thing. Like couples get advice about like, oh, you didn't want to come to that party with me. I'm like, that's an introvert extrovert. Totally. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. My friend, um went on a couple of dates with a writer who's like a classic writer introvert like this is what I do and he's the kind of guy like I call somebody that I might be interested in when I have the right time to call them and I don't like text them any other time 
And that's like driving her crazy. And that's like a perfect example. And I'm like, I don't think that this is somebody that you should pursue getting serious with. Because it's going to make you crazy. It's going to drive you crazy. Actually, okay, this that kind of leads me into something else I want to ask you guys. So you get into this crying fight in Bordner's yeah. when you've been <laughs> dating for a month. Yeah. So you, and again, you were, you were already like locked in, we're together, or you were like seeing each other. Well, yeah, we were seeing each other. We had um, known each other for like or a year. It, a year. Okay, uh-huh. so you're friends. Yeah, friendly. We, okay. I saw her coming up the stairs of the old clubhouse because I booked. Um, I True helped. True romance. <laughs> I helped book her team. <laughs> I was helping. <laughs> um, I was helping Chad Damiani. I was like one of his assistant hosts for Catsby at the time. And so I booked um, her friend Jordan's team, uh, I think it was Punching Kittens, yeah, Punching mm-hmm. Kittens, uh, for the show. And when Jordan came, I was like, hey, Jordan. And then behind Jordan marched up like her team. And then I saw her and it's like, you know, um, what was the vest? The puffy, puffy vest. White puffy vest. This is the first time you saw her? Yeah. And you remember it? Not so, uh. Big smile. Yeah, she 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 lit up. Um, what happened? And you were like, "That's uh, the no. girl." It's because uh, I'm tall. No, I just remember. Let's be honest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you were just only in real division. No, 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 no. <laughs> I really do uh, uh, prefer uh, when I'm single. I prefer taller women. And How so, tall are you? I'm six two. How tall are you? A hair under five nine. Okay. She marketed herself as 5'9", though, yeah. so I believe it. Because you can be 5'9". Yeah, if I do, if I do I really want to be? I want to be like an old woman. Like, <laughs> Sorry, we're doing, a, we're doing good posture okay. and bad posture. Yes. That's what we're joking For about. God, it's not a visual it, yeah. medium. Okay. So keep your physical bits out of it. <laughs> okay. So, okay, so you saw her and you... Um, Met her really briefly. And then like six months later, we uh, connected... One way or the other. We ran into each other at the uh, LA Indie Improv Festival. Okay, Remember? when did you start yeah, like yeah. expressing romantic interest in each other? Because can I just say this is not a podcast about like cute how you met yeah, each other yeah, stories. Yeah. It's no, about fighting. About so fighting. To get through Sorry. this, so we can get back to the fight. So okay, so back to basically we met. We ended up dating a year later, and it was very like quick. And so this to your question about this mm-hmm. fight in Wardner's. I definitely thought in that moment, because it had been such a like fast, intense like connection, and I hadn't felt this way about anyone, but I was like, oh my God, is this someone that I'm not going to be able to turn to for support yeah. when I need like when I need that for my artistic endeavors? Is this someone that's not going to totally understand me as an artist, which is something I'd always not had and I needed and I had felt like I had in him in every other way yeah that's kind of what I want to know like this having a fight or a difficult conversation so early on was that like a big concern to you guys part of me so I was I was juggling I'm confused in general part of me was juggling oh my god you're crying this doesn't happen (laughs) and part of me was juggling like Oh my god! And I think I'm crying because I I like her so much. Like I want, oh. like I'm I care enough to where like I've completely lost my place. Like honestly, in conversation, like I basically walked off of a cliff, and I'm like, I have no idea if I, if I'm falling. Where this space is, like Bugs Bunny in the big white room. 
where there's nothing. <laughs> I'm like, I don't even know what words were. Like, I'm totally lost in this moment. And the only things I had were like, I really like her. And she's yeah. in front of me and I'm crying and I'm confused. And I was like a year ahead. You know, in my head, I'm like, oh, this is, is this not going to be someone that's going to meet me in the middle and learn what I need? Yeah. Is he not going to be able to give that to me? And are we just going to clash communicatively on these issues? And how is that going to play out? Or are we going to grow and figure out some sort of like compromise? Yeah. So that's what was going through my Oh head. my gosh. I know. And it, and it would be going through mine too. And I mean, I, and I completely understand both of your points of view. I think you're right. I've never quite thought of it this way. Okay. Let me say, say where I'm coming from. I like my, was talking to my friend's mom and she's just like this like really cool lady who like, <laughs> who, like loves to like chat and drink cocktails. And she was like, oh well, God, like what's up with your love? Like, she's in Scottsdale, Arizona. Come out here <laughs> <Yeah>. immediately. <Yeah. laughs> um, actually, we should have Ryan Barton's parents on. They'd be so fun. Um, okay, so, uh, so she was like, uh, you know, what's up with your love life? And I was like, well, I broke up with my boyfriend. We were fighting so much. And she was like, it's, you can't fight early on because you need those like memories of like that feeling so in love with no fighting and just being like obsessed with each other to look back on when things get really hard down the road. And I was like, oh, wow. Like, that makes a lot of sense to me, but I'm also like, I just can't ever see myself like not fighting with someone. Like I'm going to fight with someone. So like, what am I going to do? Am I just like, you know, but I think I love your point of like, you just like cared so much and you weren't, you were, this was like coming from a very like vulnerable and again, confused place for you. Mm. That actually it made you be like, oh, this is a good relationship. Or this is something I have to pursue because it's like so new and different. And it's like making me do crazy things. Yeah. Yeah. And it was, I, I think it was, I, I could see that and I could feel that in the moment. Mm-hmm. You know, I, and that's, I think, where I was at odds with, okay, personal need versus the good signs of the relationship. Do you know what I mean? Does that make yeah. sense? Yeah. Kind of. So you're like, well, I know that I need this in a partner, like who's going to like make me feel better after a show or whatever. The understanding. The understanding. But also he's giving me something that I haven't experienced in relationships really to that degree of this emotional availability (laughs) and the sensitivity and this and and really like the emotional investment and the care. Yeah. And so I think that's that's what's so interesting about that moment, you know? Yeah, yeah. I think it's weird. I mean, like, when you find somebody that you start, like, that you fall in love with and you guys, we started living together after, like, two or three months. You guys, okay? what are I you know. doing? I know. I know. We're breaking <laughs> all the rules. So, like, if when you're very close to them or you see them very often and you spend a lot of time together, like, you're literally going to start speaking you're t- taking two different languages and you're trying to like understand the other one and create a new one. And there's a lot of communication that's going on. So like, I feel like certain, I wouldn't say fights, but like arguments and miscommunications are going to happen. Yeah. You're going to need to learn how to say the same thing 
say something to them in a different language. I think, yes, that's true. I also don't think that's true of everyone. I, to me, it seems like for you guys have like a communication issue that most couples do. But like I said before, some couples don't, some couples know how to communicate or they communicate, they come in with the default same communication and they just disagree. But it sounds like you guys agree mostly and have this communication style that is different. I feel like you have to be, you, you first of all have to be aware of that issue, which like some couples aren't. And they're like, we're disagreeing and, and you're not, you're just communicating differently. And then second of all, you, I feel like you just have to be like so patient <laughs> I obviously don't feel capable yeah, of Yeah, <laughs> I mean, I, I don't think there's there's any perfect relationship. Mm. And so I, I always think that there's an evaluation of, here's this thing about this person. Sure, could this be better? Or in my idolized yeah. idea of a person, could this be better? But then weighing it against all the things that you absolutely love. And yes, what does that totally. look like? You know, does this person make me happier than they make me sad? And what does that percentage look like? That's always someone kind of- said there is some like conventional wisdom I heard recently. Have you guys heard this? That it should be 80, 20, 80% good, 20% bad. I haven't heard uh, that. Like That's interesting. Speaking, interesting. Like your relationship, like it shouldn't, oh, it shouldn't be like less, 60, 40. Right. Yeah. 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 I would say that's pretty spot on. I love that there's a long pause. Over <laughs> well, maybe he's thinking, I'm thinking, thinking, I'm like, it's 5149. Right. Like, it's, I'm, it's I'm anything. I'm specific yeah. numbers and percentages. <laughs> um, by the way, we're um, going to walk out of here and break up. <laughs> I, I hope you do. Please <laughs> tell me and return and we'll talk about it. We'll get you back together. Yeah, I'm, I'm not worried. <laughs> I'm not worried. Um, no, I would, um, I, I hadn't thought about it that way. I think... Um, if I'm thinking about it that way, it's yeah, it's at least that. Like I'm, I'm always very happy, and like it's, and when I'm not, like we move through it, and then like I, I don't I basically when there's a bump in the road, I'm like, eh, it was a bump, whatever. Like I feel as though that bump was. I look, I got to look back on it and see it exactly, and see oh, okay, like the car jumped because that bump is about six inches high and we hit it with the right rear tire and like that's what made the car do the thing. So like I feel like I have a perfect understanding of what made the problem happen Mm. and that has been very helpful for me because I don't have to like pack up arguments that we have and go, well, fuck it. I'll forget about that one. Like we'll just hopefully be better in the future. And that's what's been really helpful. That's why you need to like get all the info before you can apologize. (laughs) Yes. There's also... There's your personal, uh, there's your, your personal obstacles and like leading a happy life. And then there's your relationship obstacles, right? Oh, wow. You know? Say more about that. <laughs> well, I love this. <laughs> <laughs> right? Like you can be single and have a lot of things that you're struggling with and working with on your, you know, mm-hmm. with yourself. Yes. And so then you have person A that's got whatever going on and then person B has a different set of those issues and complications. So then you bring them together and then that combination has its own set. Yeah. And so it's like kind of figuring out what stuff, even in a relationship, you need to work on personally and then Mm -hmm. what stuff you need to work on Yeah, and like what do you, I feel like that could be hard to figure out what you would attribute to the relationship and what to not attribute to the relationship. It's like one of those diagrams, you know, with the circles and then like the intersecting a, a Venn middle. Diagram. A Venn diagram. That's right. 
Okay, so now, okay, t- typical fight. Some miscommunication. Ben gets confused. Ben cries. Erica comforts him. <laughs> then what yes. happens? Um, then then, then like, you have to figure out what went wrong. Well, the, the car, basically with me, the car overheats. And like, like <laughs> you just, like literally, like when I, also, I, I'm also balancing something else. It's like, I've usually been um, a pretty physical person. Like just like with doing things and, 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 and sports and, and whatever other shit. And so like... Your energy in your body manifests itself in certain ways. And if I'm constantly manifesting it in a physical way, then like when I get an, an argument, like the I want to and I get anger, the anger sure wants to come out and be like, be like, let me give me something to break. Yeah, you know, he wants like, to hulk out. Right. Well. I want to hulk oh, out. Wow. Like, I mean, I've never done that to a person. How do you go from crying to hulking out? Because I'm just like, <laughs> I'm gonna fucking and like the thoughts come out and then it fucking implodes and it just manifests oh, into crying. Like we have skipped a step. You get confused, <laughs> then you hulk. But you want to hulk. The hulking was all in my head, though. It wants to transfer oh. to outside. I want to pick up the table and throw it. But I know but you're I will in a lose. Booth. Right. Oh, I know. It's like it's like King Kong. It's like he he gets angry and like if he squeezes, she'll pop. Her head will uh-huh. pop off. Uh-huh. So he's got to like put her down gently and then like <laughs> turn towards the planes and yeah okay so that's what causes the tears i think that's part of it i think it's like it's just a lot of energy going yeah. through me and it's going to come out one way or the other and i can't imagine that would be super exhausting it is exhausting like yeah my, my, and i li- literally like it's not like all black but it kind of feels like i can't see for more than like i don't know like a a, a diameter of like 20 degrees wow. and so I'm just like slowly and my vision comes back and I can see things more so while he's in the shining <laughs> just, like I also have to just take a step away and let him yeah what's going on like internally for you um, typically in this moment I think the first few times it happened I was so confused confusion why is this happening right. we, were, we were just talking because in my mind, we're just talking about an issue. We're figuring mm-hmm. it out. But that talking about an issue is what has ramped up his emotional response. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh my gosh, this is so not what I'm used to. Certainly, I have you know a temper and can get upset, mm-hmm. but not from like talking something out, uh-huh. you know. And so I think, well, what what would set your temper off? Me talking the way I do. Like, it, it, I think if I spoke. Because part of the the crying and stuff is also coming from like, I want to answer her, but now that I've known her long enough, like I know that if I answer the what the answer I have, it's gonna piss her off, and so yeah. I have to keep stop, I have to stop <laughs> and think out my answer. Think to, out a better answer. Yeah, or, or um, unpack it. It's like, um, it's like again, it's like what you really feel would not piss her off, but you have to tell say it in it way that she's going to be able to hear it or yeah, what you really feel would piss her off it's like a way that like is more understandable to any person mm. like like i want her to understand what i'm saying like it's like me being in a realtor and going look at the house you want the house you want it and she's like well how the fuck does it look inside and whereas like i'll ask a question she'd be like check out the interior here i'm like what does it look like just tell me what the house looks like is it a dolby is it hacienda style i want it just just let me know He's, his his natural response is always tough love like i've seen this with other people in his life Mm -hmm. and 
while it's coming from a good place, it doesn't always get translated that way. It's just like, whoa, that was that was intense. And I if I can interpret what you're saying as well intentioned, I still have like the natural response of, mm-hmm. whoa, you know? Yeah. So I think that's like in the car, it was a tonal issue. And mm-hmm. that just like hit me as a, whoa, you're like, that was super judgy, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. But I can sit there and unpack it and find out like, okay, well, this is why he was doing it. Mm-hmm. So that's, those are the things that would set me off. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, I see, I see. Okay, so how does the fight get resolved? I think we usually, if we have a little bit of space, and that was something that I think we learned after a few fights, was like, Uh okay, when we get to that place, I think we both need to walk away. Yeah, yes. And actually, I'm just realizing that now, that's for people who have different default communication styles, that's probably the thing to do. Like, continuing to struggle to communicate about the fight is like not gonna be right helpful. like i want you to say it this way well i want you to say it yeah. this way that's never gonna yeah result it's like conflict in an improv scene <laughs> right well, it's like weird it's, i mean if, if you're if, if you're a door-to-door salesman and like you are selling something to somebody you go to some oh, you know you've had person. so many fantastic metaphors <laughs> <laughs> it's the way i think i'm like trying to understand in different <laughs> yeah. ways by the way some of which i have totally followed and some of which I <laughs> and i was like i was like oh you know she she gets what's going on maybe she'll talk about it i kind of have for the most part for the i understood the car thing i understood the real estate thing did you understand the real estate thing mm-hmm. yeah Yep, thumbs up on that one. Uh-huh. Uh, the King Kong thing was a little confusing to me. Maybe we'll have to return to it. What are you saying? It's a car again? The no, 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 no. You're, you're a door-to-door salesman. Oh, you're a door-to-door like, salesman. <laughs> 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 You've got these sweet knives that you want to sell to the person, and the person has now gotten this entire like layout of this wonderful price and package, but they need to think about it. Mm. And so that's the best option for them to think about it. But at the same time, you on the other end, you're like, but if I don't sell it now, the chances of me selling it are probably going to go away. Is that how you feel about like a fight? No, but I feel like it's, I feel like the people are are at odds with that thing. It's like, I need you to understand me, but it's like, really, you both need time to think about if you want to purchase it or not. Yeah, yeah. You're Mm -hmm. you're going to get a better outcome from time. I'm that way. I'm the door-to-door salesman. I'm like, sign on the dotted line. (laughs) Like, I won't leave your doorstep until we have resolved this. That's how I want to be. (laughs) No. No, that's how I want to, like, that's my natural. Oh, yes, me too. I want to be that way. Like, just say it the way that I need to hear. Yeah, but then that just doesn't work. One of the things that has been most fascinating for me doing this is talking to couples who will like stay, who will leave a fight unresolved for days or something. I'm like, how we can't do that? How? Yeah, we can't. We can't do that. I mean, I, I think I, I will say like even in the fight this morning, we both admitted blame. Mm -hmm. You know, I said I'll be more clear when I say, hey, I think this is what the map's going to tell me I'll just start driving in that, you know, I'll yeah. say that extra mm-hmm. piece. This of is literal driving. This is yeah. not metaphorical driving. Just yes. This is not. Everyone's clear. This is not <laughs> baggy, <laughs> literal <Piggybacking>. driving. <laughs> <laughs> um, and you know, and he said, I'm sorry. My tone was kind of being a dick. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. So 
I do think that we're good. We're good at that. We're good at eventually when the emotions have simmered coming to, mm-hmm. you know, an agreement that mm-hmm. it was a two way street. Yeah. You know? So how often do you think you guys fight? Fight. Uh, you sound more like bickerers to me, honestly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cause there's, yeah, it's, we, we bicker cause it's quick. I mean, not quick, but I mean like, I feel like fight usually happens in my definition of it. A fight is like big things and yeah, bickers is a good thing is a good way to put it because there aren't a whole lot of big things that mm-hmm. we're, that I'm still dealing with from her. Like that I'm like, that I think about that. I'm like, oh, I wish you just fucking do this. You know, like, <laughs> yeah, I don't think we have big fights that often. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I felt growth up until mm-hmm. this morning. You know, uh, <laughs> no, no, here's like a, here's a great testament to, to, Ben's ability to learn from anything and, and he's so committed to growing which is so awesome yes that really is that's kind of like almost if that's true in a relationship a fight doesn't matter totally yeah. I mean we had I know one one thing that happened I hope this is okay I usually nothing's off limits we'll right? edit out if you don't okay like it. um we went to a wedding that I was in mm. up in Yosemite mm-hmm. and uh this was like my best friend from college and I had to be like I was gone all day and he's with people that he doesn't you know he basically just met yeah um we're staying in a cabin with like two other couples mm-hmm. and the 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 women of the these two couples I know and they're great but their husbands let's be honest they suck they do they're they were, just they, like, they just suck like I, I think girl I hear you <laughs> just like still living in like 1955 anyway so I'm gone he um all day apparently just to, to cope with feeling alone and not understood is I drink drinking yeah he's hammered yeah and um at the to be expected (laughs) to be expected and then at the reception like it just he like crosses that line you know there's there's fun drunk and then there's blackout oh you're a liability (laughs) so um it it starts with him like Granted, the bartender definitely needs a new personality, but... Was, I'm a bartender, and she was horrible. But Did she try to cut you off? Yes. Okay. No, 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 no. She didn't cut me off. She cut me off because right. I, I took a cocktail. <laughs> like, you made your own cocktail? He literally reached oh. over, grabbed the handle, <laughs> and made it <laughs> And like, But here's the thing. Is she didn't see it. Like, Just the bartender next to her was like, what? And so she goes... Did you touch that? I'm like, absolutely not. (laughs) (laughs) And she goes, you did. You're done. And I'm like, ah, fuck. And so then he was recruiting people to go get him drinks. (laughs) (laughs) But not that far away from her, so I'm sure she could kind of see what was going on. Uh Anyways, he just, he got to a place that was not desirable for anyone to be around. Sure, sure. And it was in front of, you know, obviously it was in front of my friends and stuff. And I remember thinking... As we were like walking home in a forest at like 3 a.m., oh my God, is this gonna be a thing? Is this gonna be something that we have to tackle? And 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 I remember thinking to myself, I mean, if we have to like completely stop drinking, like that's what we have to do because I never want to be here again. Mm-hmm. Things that he would, you know, just things that the way he was talking to me, the way he was handling himself, it was just not a fun place to be. And and I just remember like having that thought of, 
oh, I can't believe this is going to be a thing. And it never happened again. It was, I mean, I'm, I'm glad that it did happen. It was interesting. Well, have because, you been to another wedding where you had to hang around with some douchebags all dude, day? Dude, listen, I mean, like. You don't really know. If it's, I do, it's true. <laughs> I won't put myself in that position again because I don't, if the only couple men to hang around, uh, if within the first five minutes of talking to them, the, the, the phrase titty bar comes out, <laughs> fucking fuck you, bro. Like, I just, uh, we're not going to get along. Like, I don't. I don't have the same. We're not speaking the same way, but no, you I was, have communication issues with those guys. <laughs> I had uh, moments that we I should remember. bring you and those guys on the podcast. No, no I'll kill them. <laughs> I'll kill them. Um, but we, we were arguing because we were arguing like where we were supposed to go, and I was I was just blackout drunk. But I had a few memories of things I said, and so in the morning I was like, I know I'm in trouble. This is bad, but I also wanted to hear what I said because I couldn't remember. And it was so funny because when she told me what I said, I was like, you love her. Because of the way that like, instead of, you know, when I get angry and I'm fucking drunk in the past, um, when I've like been younger and stuff, there have been dark moments where I've gotten so drunk. I'm like, I lash out at the person like, I'm going to attack you personally uh-huh. i'm gonna i'm gonna make it so that you you hate yourself so what did you say to her when you were I, I would just i know i was so i was so happy and proud of myself i for the most part from what she told me i kept saying fine i'm a fucking idiot i'm a fucking idiot <laughs> i'm the idiot yeah. I was yeah. like, and you heard over. that and you were like i'm in love i was like you, you like, didn't you didn't I'm attack her like i mean you were upset and you did disagree with her but you weren't like you jerk you're wrong like i hate you like I was just kind of like, fuck it, fuck it, fuck it. Well, then, yeah, he kept saying like, okay, I'm the asshole. I'm the asshole. <laughs> I was like, well, it was great that he wasn't saying that I am the asshole. <laughs> but it, you can't have a conversation with somebody like yeah. that. No, and it was so. wrong either way. And like, I, I definitely learned from it. And I was like, I don't, I don't want to feel that way with this person that I trust and love the most. So it was really helpful. But at the same time, I was like... I'm, I was glad. I may have been inferring that she was the asshole by saying, "Okay, fine." I'm yeah, the asshole. sounds a little sarcastic. Definitely, just a touch. <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> well, but I think the the point of that story um, isn't to throw him under the bus. Oh, another driving metaphor. Um, is just to show that, like, he literally we had that conversation, and then he literally changed his behavior since. Because mm. we've been in situations where that could have happened yeah. again, and he's made a conscious effort you know, to avoid getting there. And it- I have to say, I have loved talking to you guys because it actually sounds like, it sounds like it kind of takes a lot of effort to commu- for you guys to communicate Definitely. with each other. Mm-hmm. But to me, that's just like, it means that you love each other so much because you're like willing to do that. Yeah. 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 I do think that we're really good at um, working together even in a conflict. Yeah, I agree. And like it's it's an investment. I mean, like every day that we're together and we talk, like it gets easier to do cuz I mean, like I've in some ways, you know, like I've focused more on the relationship this mm-hmm. past year than I was as comedy as much before. Mm. And like that's also something you're like it, it, it pops up in your brain like am I spending too much time in this relationship now? Am I am I leaving what I love? And it's been interesting cuz I'm like, no, no, no. This is like this is this is the thing I want and it's strengthening me for everything yes. else and now we're slowly transitioning to a place where at least I feel like I can reach out more and get back into comedy more while 
feeling as though I have a partner with yeah, me. That's yeah, that's so great. Okay, I have one more question, and it's not even like a good summary question. It's just something else I want to know. So you've mentioned a couple of times you've been like, oh my gosh, like is this something we're going to have to deal with? Like in boarders and then at the mm. wedding, do you feel like that still comes up for you or you're just like, whatever, I'm, I'm in it now, so. <laughs> the only thing that I think is a reoccurring Occurring fear that I have to deal with is the practical future for us um, because we are two artists yeah. and I, I tend to <laughs> see that a little bit more and more clearly than he does. She does. And, you know, he said things like, well, you know, when I was alone, I didn't have to deal. Well, it's like, well, you're not alone anymore, you know, so you can't. Those, that's a hypothetical situation that unless yeah. you unless you want this to be different yeah <laughs> is not what it is mm-hmm. and there are certain things that even if you're a tried and true tried and true artist mm-hmm. that you will have to deal with as you go through life you do have to pay your bills yeah you do like if you want to root yourself somewhere if you want to continue to do these fun things like comedy that not only you don't get paid for but you lose money on you need to figure out how Mm -hmm. you're gonna make that happen from a very you know practical sense Mm -hmm. and that's something that you know I think that we will deal with together but sometimes I feel like well I don't want to be like I don't want to be the mom I don't want to be like the downer I just want to make sure that we um have that in you know in the back of our minds is something that we are going to have to deal with yeah let's end it there we don't always have to make people feel good at the end of an episode <laughs> but it's well here's here's this but it's something that i i wouldn't want to tackle with anybody else oh yes we do we have to make people feel good <laughs> okay guys thank you so much thank you very much julia thank you thank Ryan. you for having us very Thanks much Thanks for listening to Honey. I'm Julia Meltzer. You can find me on Instagram and Twitter as Drunk Actress. The show is produced by Ryan Middledorf. Our cover art is by Allie Monroe. And our theme song is by Aaron and Melissa. Thanks for listening. Bye. It's a creative podcast network.